Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Horror on the Orient Express. It's available from Chaosium. I'm the game, I'm the keeper of the secrets, and this is episode 24. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as his character. Uh suddenly I lost. Oh, Dr. Gabriel Neruda. Uh, so without any further delay, let's begin our, let's continue our journey into the darkness, Morgan. Thanks, Tom. Dear Clara, I cannot know how you will react to all of these letters. If I was still a praying man, I would pray that you would not think your husband has turned into a madman. I do not blame you if you do. Often I find myself questioning my own sanity, my sense of reality. A sense of self. But I must ask, how can one be sane when the old and powerful sacrifice the young in order to extend their miserable lives a few mere instants? How can one be sane when rats can sing with stolen voices? And how can one be sane while that damn Sedefkar simulacrum remains in our world? Such an object of insane worship that can distort and corrupt both the body and the mind it's enough to drive any hardened skeptic to the brink of despair. I'm saddened to say that we still have not managed to find Katerina Cavallaro, and I fear that we will not find her alive. Oh, I remember how much you love her voice and how much you would have loved to meet her in person. It would seem, however, that Katerina placed her trust and friendship with a rather dangerous individual Although, perhaps dangerous is the wrong word. Desperate. Yes, desperate. A desperate, selfish person who knew other people all too eager to exploit and deceive. There's the danger. Our breakthrough came when we went to look into the body of Anonio Spinola, a union organizer at the Alfa Romeo factory who was killed. His body had not been released by the hospital. We found this strange. Dr. York went and managed to discover that this was because the boy's lungs bore the signs of advanced consumption. All of his fellow workers at the factory claimed that he was a very strong and healthy young man, and it just doesn't make sense. We went to the scene of his death, or rather, the scene where his body was discovered. That's where we found he had not died there, but was carried and dumped. Following a blood trail led us to a warehouse. And inside, well, I dread to write of it. There was a crude sort of operating theater with two upright metal tables or slabs. Blood was everywhere. It seems that Ennio was subjected to a kind of horrific ritualistic surgery Strange words to put together, I know, but that is what we saw. Also, there is this troubling matter of a, a rat thing. We had heard Katerina singing two nights ago, but when we went to find where that was coming from, she was nowhere to be found. Instead, I saw a massive rat. It was cat-sized. We later discovered it being fed grubs by an eccentric old man in the cathedral. We'd split up in the morning to do some investigation, 
And while we did not find the old man, we did find this rat's footprints, or should I say handprints? It's, it's madness, I know, but it's tread left behind prints like miniature human hands. These tiny hands were all over that operating theater. Little bloody hands. Afterwards, I remembered a news article we had read about a one Flavio Conti, a prominent figure in the opera scene given his generous patronage of the opera house. He had seemingly miraculously recovered from advanced stages of consumption. He is a man who Katerina would have known well. We believe that he is the one she went with the night of her disappearance, leading her to fall into the clutches of that rat thing and those that it is associated with. We had heard of them before, both in the account from the 1890s we had read on the train and through the attack on Professor Smythe himself back in England that sent us on this whole expedition. The cult of the skinless one lives. We confronted Flavio at his home. He was extremely agitated, agitated to the point of giving himself a heart attack. Before he died, he said that he was promised that brothers of the skin could never die. A falsehood, obviously. As I said, he was a desperate, selfish man. This Sedefkar simulacrum has strange effects. My associate, Dr. Dorian Dabrowski, has been perpetually plagued with strange pains and disturbances ever since his interaction with one of its arms. And it seems that this piece here in Milan is the chest given how it is likely the cause of Flavio's condition, as I am guessing it is somehow his lungs that are in poor Ennio's body, and the costumer's curse at the opera house. My guess is that Flavio knew where the piece was, and that the piece was and still is in the opera house, though it has moved, though I think it's been moved from the costumer's room to somewhere near the dressing rooms, but I'm not sure on this point. Hopefully Flavio has left something behind to help us understand his connection to the Brotherhood of the Skin, the Sedefgar piece, and what fate has befallen Katerina. I hope that this nightmare will end as soon as possible and that I get to see you again. Faithfully yours, Gabriel. Excellent, thank you, Morgan. Um, so now, as I recall, you are that uh, Conti has just died. Uh, so you are all still there. What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to, well, he's already dead. I'm going to start looking through the desk drawers. Okay. Start looking through the, uh, behind the area of, uh, of where that is, like along the, the bookshelves. All right. Um, so you're looking around his room, his office. Uh, the contents of his uh, bookcase uh, does not seem unusual at all. Uh, in fact, you don't find any kind of an occult book or any, any kind of that interest in any of these books. However, in the, um, in the, uh, what do I want to say, the drawer, you do find a number of references to um, uh, Faccia, 
which was one of the also one of the names that was in the uh, in the uh, the members that were there that night. Uh, it it's not difficult to surmise that he keeps deferring to Faccia as if Faccia is in control. He doesn't outright say it, but it's it's def- there's definitely a pecking pecking order there. Arturo Faccia seems to be somebody that he either respects or that he owes a debt to or something along that line. Other than that, the man's stuff is pretty much, you know, mundane. Yeah. I will uh, pocket the diary or whatever that Pache's references are in. Should we search? Do you think we have some time to do a little more searching? Maybe something might be hidden downstairs. You can okay. take your time, but you find that there's nothing in the house that's not. Um, you get the distinct impression that uh, that this fellow might have been uh, just a pawn that was used. Mm-hmm. From a medical perspective, as I'm kind of looking at the body, is there any, do I see any evidence that would indicate that his death uh, was at the hands or at least was facilitated by someone else or by an, by an outside party? Or if a, if a medical examiner was to you know, look at this case, does it look more like a uh, horrific accident or certainly not suicide, but does it look like he suffered from a, from a, from a medical episode and not victim of a, uh, right on the uh, crime on the outside, you'd say it. I mean, it definitely looks like he suffered from a heart attack. Um, However, do you want to actually examine him more carefully? I do. Okay. So go ahead and do a medical roll. Oh my God. <laughs> I believe you have 11 rabbit's feet left. Yeah. And I need, <laughs> I need 15. <laughs> I so, think we know he has very nice lungs and everything else is old. Everything else is. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, as far as it's my professional opinion that it looks like this was a clear accident and that there should be no immediate reason for the authorities to begin any kind of investigation to a murder. Well, let me yeah. give you give you this much. What? How? How would you examine him? What would you do? Well, I'm looking for external bruising or anything just to make sure that we didn't do anything so that if a, if an examiner was to review the body that they don't go, oh, this, he's got some strange bruisings here. Maybe somebody inflicted them and resulted in his death. You know, I, I just want to make sure that it doesn't look like he was murdered. And then, oh. then have us undo spotlight on us, even though we were kind of facilitating it <laughs> a bit. Oh, yeah. I will, 
I will assist with that because he had a gun out that we knocked across and away from him across the table, I believe. So I'll take a, like a handkerchief and like pick up the, the revolver and I'll carefully put it back into his drawer, nice and tidy. Okay. And close that drawer nice and steadily. Okay. Um, so basically you have, you've just, uh, you've, you know, checked, let's say around his neck or something. You want to see if there's bruising mm-hmm. or anything. There's no bruising there or anything like that. Okay. Do you, uh, disrobe him or you just leave him in his clothes? And- so I will, I will push my roll. Okay. To, uh, to warrant having another medicine roll to try and do this. Just to be extra sure that there's no uh there's no evidence of a foul play that this was just some ill-timed accident uh, better uh so standard success okay so you you want to be thorough that he doesn't really have any bruising and uh you you do a more thorough invest yeah examination of him um he does have some bruising on his back um, and some redness to his skin. And you can see that there are two very clear scars that run side by side near his spine, maybe an inch or two away from his spine on both sides. Um, when you, did you examine Ennio back at the morgue? I did. You did. He had the same scars in the back. Makes sense. I mean, if we, if they were they had to get the lungs out somehow. I mean, right? If as it makes sense it. that if there was, as we suspect, a surgery, that they would have matching uh, wounds. The hmm. one thing that's the most odd about it is there are no stitches. Hmm. The scars look like they've healed perfectly, but they couldn't do that in a day or two. It's impossible. No. no. Couldn't swap someone's lung either. I mean, this is right. I wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't believe well, any no, of this, it's, but it's it's fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Satisfied other than the evidence of the of a surgery that we suspect satisfied that the uh, corpse doesn't seem to uh, advertise foul play and thus giving the authorities reason to come looking for people like us um, I'll make sure that the corpse is redressed and placed back in uh, in its uh, position of, of death we didn't have to break in or anything either, but there's probably something like a housekeeper who prepares his meals, so we should not linger. The question mm. is whether we have time to visit this Faccia fellow before uh, Herr Bloch is needed on the stage. Wonder, I wonder if we can look, before we leave here, into his car, into the Alfa Romeo. Mm. Sure. Look for signs mm. of... Katarina in there. Yeah. Seems very sure. It's right outside. Um, 
I want, I want you to be discreet. So, who has the best stealth? Ooh, I'm stealthy. I have a whole. I have a. I am uh, quite stealthy and rather adept at uh, sneaking things out of places where people don't think you can. Better. All right. So why don't you do a stealth roll? And this is just to see, you know, if you can. As is, car with that. that is a regular. Okay. So nonchalantly, you can look in the car as you go out. Um, all right. So you you tidy up. You're leaving the uh, the house. Um, as you go out, uh, Gunter uh, goes over and he looks. And at first, you just do a cursory look into the car. These cars are not that difficult to break into, but you won't have to because the windows are not not up. Um, you think you see something sparkle on the back seat, on the floor of the back, you know, back area. Right. Okay, I'm going to um, try and see. Look, look there in the. In the back, or now you say in the back seat, or in like the floorboard of the back seat? Into the floor, floor of the back seat. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take a look back there. When you look back there, you find a small ring. Um, it's, uh, it's not a man's ring. It's definitely a woman's ring. And it might have been something that Katarina wore that you remember from the train. You don't remember for sure, but it's definitely could have been something of hers. Okay. I will definitely uh take that. I you know see if uh the others have a have a memory of it, but, but besides that, that's about it check the glove box and all that and assume it's just what you would expect in a glove box. Yeah, it's just stuff you'd expect in a glove box, okay. including gloves. <laughs> oh, wow. I would not expect that. <laughs> I'll check the, uh, okay. And of course, I'll check the, uh, if I th- if I feel I could check the trunk without being obvious. You know. Do they have trunks? I'm not sure they have trunks. They have, okay. Yeah. Might have rumble seats in the back, but. Right. Um, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, you you you'll thoroughly examine it. You don't find anything additional to that. Yeah, um, you the engine might car. be in the back. It might be a it might be a front space. You know? yeah. yeah. Um. So you you do your thorough examination. You don't find anything more, and you get into your car and you you drive away. As I recall, it's afternoon by now. Hmm. Yeah. So, what do you do next? Yeah, we found the warehouse where this magical operation took place around lunchtime. So it's probably two something yep. at this point. So I show once we get away, I show people the I show everyone the ring. I was like going going, I can't quite place it, but I, I think or maybe I'm just uh, wanting it to but i think this was a uh, katarina's and i found it in the floorboard of that that car doesn't have a the similar sit to her lovely perfume she was wearing that usually lasts a while 
Oh. Doesn't smell like anything. Uh, it could be her personality is somewhat overwhelming more than her attire, etc. accoutrement. Um, shall we see whether this uh, Fachia fellow is at home? Someone who knows about the Brotherhood of the Skin, apparently. Yes. I, I, Why would like, someone who loved the opera so kidnap Katarina? That is what I am befuddled with. Maybe he had a... He wanted her voice box for someone else he was... Oh, if they have the ability to change... Oh, yeah. What a well, terrible thought. I mean... Opera singers have amazing lung capacity, healthy, healthy lungs. What if there's more than one person who's suffering from uh, uh, from consumption? And, uh, you know, this poor sod didn't get the uh, opera singer lung. He, he ended up getting lungs from a strong, healthy, you know, worker. But, I mean, that could just be, that could just be a, a, a signpost of, of what we may be facing. If we don't hurry, we may never see Katarina. Yeah. Indeed. Are we uh, at all near our hotel? Is it that? Is it not too far away? Mm, 10 minutes drive. Okay. Do we need any kind of of cover or excuse to go and visit this guy? Or are we just going to show up en masse and <laughs> bang on his door like we just did? Well, I mean, my family's invested across several uh, industries. We could go there uh, maybe under the yeah. guise of... I think we just go in there and confront him and go, hey... We know about what you, you were present for this surgery. You know, kind of just shock, shocking that he that we know know this. Catch him off guard. This, this, I, I would be wary of doing this. I if we know we know Flaccia was at that event. And we know that the old man who we've seen with the rat thing was at that event. If they are the same person, then we will simply be letting this Brotherhood of the Skin, who was hostile to our cause, know who we are. Yeah, we're starting to get close to this Brotherhood of the Skin. They are definitely hostile. Because even if he doesn't go off and tell his that thing might be able to, or I I don't know I don't know how close they are always together or what exactly the nature of their relationship is, but I I would be wary of such an open approach. It might be interesting to see if Arturo Facci attends the opera with a group of friends. So we have a larger sense of who his community is. But as the good doctor says, it might be a matter of time if we are to 
prevent whatever dire fate is intended for Katrina. Do we even know what he looks like? I'm was I'm wondering, maybe we, our time might be better spent going to the opera house now and seeing if there's any way that we could get a look at uh, maybe there's a seating chart for patrons, patrons of the arts, and uh, and then we can kind of know where to be looking and observe once it's actually populated with people. Katarina gave us very good seats, and now uh, Herr Bloch and uh, Dabrowski won't be needing them, so we have two good tickets for uh, for the opera. We could offer them to this Arturo Faccia or, yeah. I don't know how the seating works at the Milan Opera, I must admit. Actually, that's a really good. I mean, I think there's usually like balconies, you know, like booths, yeah, the box, box seats, the, yeah, box seats, and then of course, you know, there's the seating uh, in front of the stage and the the orchestra pit. I don't know if our seats are box seats or I don't know if that's considered general admission down there or not. But oh no, no they they the. Uh, Ticket booth was quite impressed with our our seats. Yeah, yeah. If you will be, I think maybe three rows back from the front, almost dead center. Okay, so we're not in a box seat. You're in, or you're overlooking seats, and and we're not directly underneath the main chandelier. Right. (laughs) Change. I've seen that one before. <laughs> so we need to get right. the, our nice suits on. We need to quickly get dressed up. Yeah. I'm going to uh, take one of my two pieces and uh, shoulder holster it inside. I think we're getting starting to get danger close to something perhaps bad. This will be very well concealed. It's not going to be the mafia big bulge. It's going to be down the side of me. My arm will go over it. I'll have us secondary coat over that so that can go off at the entrance not my main coat so we agree we wait to approach this Fauci until after tonight's performance I think that might be a better better approach very well yes we did time to eat uh, prepare ourselves change very right. We will assume since since you are literally in in very short walking distance of La Scala, you go back. You you eat. You clean. You're cleaning up, and Gunter leaves to go to uh, get you know walk walk over to the opera so that he can they can break costume a leg, him up. Gunter. Oh, don't worry. I'm I'm about to embark on a uh, very rewarding journey. Gunter, kiss. Um, as you um, are cleaning up before you go, we'll assume you take showers or something like that. You're in the shower, and at first, you know, as you're as you're cleaning yourself, you're noticing that your chest itches, and when you look down, you've got a very strange rash. It's oh. almost like checkerboards 
oh. across your chest. Huh. Um, Dorian, you have a similar experience as you are cleaning up this evening, that you've got a bit of a rash from something. It's oh. a little itchy, but it's not it's not terrible. I am not having the best of luck. Or any like uh might call down to the desk and see if they have any like like camel whatever that lotion is that you put some on. sort of lotion. Yeah, like camomile um, or sure, sure. Yeah. They'll they'll send that up for you. But I hope, hope my uh, costume doesn't require me to be bare chested. All right. So um, Gunter heads on over after he's cleaned up. Um, Gunter, you get there. Uh, you you go to uh, the guy, the backstage guy, and he uh, recognizes you. He uh, he gives you your your pass to be backstage. Uh, oh wait, Dorian's going with you, isn't he? Yes, yes, he is. All right. Um, do a luck roll, Dorian. Because nobody's supposed to be there except the people that are supposed to be there. Do look, and I got twenty-four out of fifty. So, okay, so you you bluff your way in so that you you manage to get in as well. I have, um, I have his bodyguards. <laughs> all right, so you get inside, and at this point, it is quite uh, crazy back there. They are getting everything in place. Everybody is checking their cues. Everybody is doing all of that. They're still moving stuff around. Uh, they're getting it in order for the opera. It's uh, it's a long, it's about a four hour opera. Um, wow. With uh, four acts and a lot of scene changes. Uh, so you, 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 you're told where to go. You've already been down to the, the dressing room. So you head on down there and uh, there is a rather, uh, I don't know, a bossy uh, uh, gentleman in charge. And he's like, he says, uh, you, 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 you come over here, you do this. He begins to put you together. Uh, he, uh, uh, it's basically, it's it's sort of Egyptian looking op, uh, armor that he puts right. you in. You're going to have a, a spear in your hand. Yes. Uh, and then after he gets you all properly dressed, and he knows now that you are just, you're just going to be in this opening night. You know, the opening night, it needs to be special. It needs to be over the top. Um, if, if you're not here tomorrow, uh, it'll, it'll go on with, with less soldiers. But this first night has to be very special. So it has ah. to be complete, spectacular opera. Yes, yes. So once he's got you dressed, he brings you all out onto the stage um, the theater is, of course, empty. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says, all right, when we give you your cue, you're going to all come out here. You're going to stand here. And he's, he stands you there, here, 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 here. All you're going to do is stand there while yes. the opera goes on. And he explains the opera to you, the Aida and, uh, and all of this, um, which is why I sent you the synopsis. Um, uh you're going to be here. Uh, there is a, a big chorus. Everybody sings uh, Return of Vincitor, Return Victorious to Radamis, and then you will exit the stage. Yes. And then you're in one other part, which is just a few minutes later, 
Uh, Rodimis is chosen to be the general of the entire army. And uh, the, the next scene opens with him being uh, arrayed in his military regalia. Um, once again, you'll just you'll stand here and here and here. Uh, the, the pharaoh will appoint him the armor, and they'll go into a duet with Aida, and you will all walk off stage. And then you can go downstairs and get undressed and put the, uh, put the costume back, and then you can see uh, Romero uh, for... Uh, He'll, he'll give you your pay for the day, and then you can leave. Ah, okay. You don't need to be here for the rest of it. And you can tell all of your friends that you were in the uh, opera at La Scala. Oh, I will. Thank you. It takes longer than that for him to explain all this and to how he has you do it back and forth a few times and so forth. All right, so... Eight o'clock is approaching, and, and everybody is. Are you all ready? Is there anything you wanted to do before the opera? Okay. So you head on over there, and as you approach the area outside La Scala, there are perhaps 3,000 people who are all dressed to the nines um, in their finest clothing, the ladies in dresses and so forth, and they're milling about. Um, they are uh, led into the opera, obviously, 45 minutes before the opera is going to start. And people come inside. They are serving drinks. They hand you champagne as you walk through the door. It's a red carpet. Um, so each of you is handed that. And there, there is an open bar. There is uh, you know, various things to see. It's extremely beautiful on the inside. Uh, you uh, wander around a bit, uh, but you don't recognize anybody at this point. There's just too many people, and eventually, you 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 tell the uh, the uh, usher, uh, you show them your ticket, and they escort you down uh, the aisles towards the stage, and you are indeed in the third row, dead center. Uh, uh, everybody takes their seats. Um, well, sort of. People are, are chit-chatting with one another as they're moving about. Uh, but eventually the lights flash and a gong is rung, indicating that the opera will be starting at precisely 8 o'clock, which is in five minutes or so. And of course, I have the opera glasses out and I'm looking around for our silver-haired friend with the grubs. Okay. Do a uh, do a uh, spot hidden roll, um, Dorian. You are backstage, just off uh, off in the wing. Uh, you found a spot where you can see what's going on. You, you of course, Gunter's right near you, uh, but where you won't be in the way of anything. My goal is to look around anyway. I want to okay. And yeah, there's a lot to see. There's a lot of people in costumes moving back and forth, getting ready. And how did you do, Doctor Kurtz? A regular success. Regular success. Um, you're looking around, and unfortunately, there are quite a few older people that are there in the audience that look mm. very similar. All the men are in black suits, black tuxedos. Yeah. Um, you focus in on a few people, but you're just not sure. Uh, there's uh, 
there's a number of groups. There's uh, there's a group with, uh, I mean, an old man that maybe it could be he's with an old woman and they've got some gentlemen on either side of them. And uh, and you find people in, you know, you don't find anything that stands out very clearly. Yeah, I'll keep an eye as things progress, because probably there will be an empty seat where our friend Mr. Conti would have been seated in a group with this uh, familiar-ish figure. So I'll watch as things progress. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I'd like to take a similar amount of time just familiarizing myself with uh, entrances and exits, just so I kind of know, like, like maybe these two doors go behind the house, these two doors on each side are exits. Just I want to be a little familiar with that, because I recall you mentioned this was sort of a maze-like environment. I just want to be immediately familiar with at least what's around me. Okay. In general, you can sort of see that there are four exits behind you, okay? So there's four groups of, or so there's three three behind. So there's four groups of uh, seating and aisles going back. No, that's not right. There are three groups of, <laughs> of seating. There's one main in the middle, two aisles going back, and then like that. And there are two main entrances back there. Of course, the balconies all are up above. Uh, there is probably, that's probably the only way out. The uh, The building itself probably has exits on the sides, but that's for people that are in the, in the, the boxes and things. They would go out through a door in their box and into a hallway that runs along the side of the opera, uh, the, the side of the building. There would be exits there. But from where you are, you couldn't get to those. And then, of course, I technically there's also the stage itself because there are exits behind the stage, but you'd have to actually go up onto the stage to get out. (laughs) All right. So eight o'clock comes and the lights begin to go down. Everybody is still murmuring, but the hush comes over the uh, people. The uh, music director, Toscanini, uh, takes the sage, and everybody gives him an ovation as he comes out onto the stage. Uh, he gives a, a bow. He steps up onto his little podium in front of the, in the orchestra pit. Now, the orchestra pit is between you and the stage. It's sunk down. That's where the, the the music the musicians are, but the stage itself is no more than twenty feet away from where you're sitting. So you've got very good. The stage is also slanted, which you probably would know that you know the old downstage upstage is a real thing. The the front of it is down so that everybody in the audience can see. The back of the stage is higher. So you've got a very good good look from there. Um, uh, he raises his hands and the music begins. There is an overture which plays and then the curtain begins to rise. It folds in on itself over and over and over as it goes up. And you are looking into a scene of 
ancient Egypt with a gigantic uh, sphinx on the in the center of the screen, and uh, the opera begins. Uh, uh, there's uh, some singing between uh, uh, Radames is uh, the woman who loves him, and uh, and Aida. Uh, and then uh, the pharaoh comes, and when the pharaoh comes, he's going to uh, he's going to appoint uh, Rodames as the leader of the army. And in celebration, there's a huge choir. Now, at this point, Gunter, uh, you have marched out onto the stage, and the bright lights and the atmosphere as you're standing there is pretty overwhelming. The, the music is loud. The, uh, the singing is louder still. Uh, you can't see very well the audience because the lights are down out there and the lights are blinding in, into your face. Uh, but you stand there as they sing. The music is beautiful and it's, the opera is going. And you're surprised by the power of the opera singers, but it, all strikes you that uh, this um, understudy that's taking over for Katharina's part, Aida, uh, Dimatina is her name. She just doesn't have the punch that uh, that Katharina had. She doesn't have quite the uh, you know the flair that she had. But she's doing an adequate job as she does this. And then comes the moment when they have announced that he's going to be it. Everybody sings Return of Vincitoro, Return Victorious. And the soldiers, including you, you march off the stage. Uh, the regalia all marches off the stage, and it leaves Aida there all by herself. And at this point, she's going to sing the song that she sang for you in the train, uh, which is Return of Vincitoro, which is Return Victorious. But she's singing it sarcastically. Uh, because she knows that he's going out to defeat Ethiopia, and she's Ethiopian, and she's a princess, and her father is the king of Ethiopia. Mm. So she doesn't really want, she's in love with Rodamese, but she doesn't want Rodamese to kill her people and her father. So it's a sarcastic, sad, tragic sort of song that she sings. As soon as she begins to sing, Dematina begins to sing this song. This is technically the first aria. And it suddenly, it, it startles you a little bit, but everybody in the audience is singing along. Um, your, uh, the, the backstage manager always said that the first night sucks, that the second night's better because the first night everybody sings along with the, uh, the aria. So, Dimatina is doing her best to sing. Uh, her voice just doesn't have the power. There are people all around you. It makes it kind of a den because everybody is singing along with her. But all of a sudden, as you're sitting there, from somewhere in the opera house, this voice starts ringing out. And it takes you a moment to realize it, but it definitely sounds like Caterina Cavallaro. Um, what do you do? Um, 
notice that most people don't notice this because they're singing. They're singing along. You guys aren't singing along. Does it sound like it's coming from more out in the audience or more in the backstage area? Well, from you, Gunter, it, it would sound like it's coming from out in the audience. For the others, well, and, and Dor Dorian probably can't notice it because he's backstage a little. But those of you sitting out in the audience, it's coming from somewhere behind you. Yeah, crane and look around. Hmm? Hmm? So you look back. There are people uh, that are singing. Some people are standing and singing. Um, look back. And I'd like you all to do spot hiddens. Or I'd like the four of you to do spot hiddens. Oh, 51 is a pass. Okay. So as you're looking back there, I mean, everybody's got their mouths open. Everybody is, is singing. And uh, Dr. Gabrielle, as you're looking back, your eye suddenly catches an old man. And he looks like the old man in the church. He's only about two rows behind you. He's the man that Roland thought looked maybe familiar. There's an old woman next to him. She's not standing. She's sitting. And there are people on either side of the two of them that look a great deal like big, beefy bodyguards. They aren't singing either. But Faccia is singing. And you notice that he has a scar across his throat right here. Oh, that is sick. That is, I'm. Oh. If you point that out to the others, then they. Yeah, I will. And I'll do spot hiddens again, though. Hey, hey. whoa, whoa, 001. It's a super extreme. I think that <laughs> that's the best role. Uneasy. Theodore, you're looking at that. As you're looking at him standing there, and you, you can't tell that voice is coming out of him, but it's, that's, that's pretty much, you're, you're pretty much sure that that's where it's coming from. You notice two things. One is the old lady has a scar on her throat. And as you look at her and stare at her, you begin to think, that looks like Catarina Cavallaro, as if she were 60 years old. And the look on her face is one, it's at first, it's one of confusion, like, she doesn't quite understand what's going on. And as the, the music continues, you see tears start to form in her eyes. Um, but she seems un. she sees there's something definitely wrong with her. Um, the bodyguards on either side look like they're pretty hefty and uh, keeping everything going. Uh, I, 
I point this out immediately to the to either side of me. That's her. That's Katerina. She's just aged heavily. Look, it's clearly her. Oh, my God. We have a little explanation now for why Conti was involved. In order to save his own life, he turned over Katerina to this Fatia monster. And he got some new lungs, and Fatia took the angel's voice for himself. I don't know why she's old, though. Um, and then as Aida finishes her aria uh, and leaves the stage, uh, scene two begins, where it once again it opens up. You're now in a temple. There are uh, priests sacrificing lambs to uh, the gods, uh, and Rodimus comes in with his entourage. Gunter, you're amongst them once again. Uh, they come onto the stage, and the pharaoh appears, and uh, uh, he is going to place the regalia onto Rodimus. And uh, they bring out the, uh, the armor, uh, you know, hung on a, a form. They bring it out, and he begins to take the pieces off of it. And as he does this, Gunter, you see that the, the dummy form that they're using seems to sparkle in the light highly unusually. Um, it's At first you thought that it was marble, but it's almost opalescent. Uh, it seems to shimmer in the spotlight. And as you guys in the audience see this, you hear Faccia with what sounds like a woman's voice suddenly, oh, oh it's there. And he uh, becomes uh, extremely uh, excited about this. Uh, he uh, turns to his bodyguards he says something in Italian, and en masse, they all suddenly stand up and start to move towards one of the aisles. And you guys realize that what you are looking at is the torso of the Sedevkar simulacrum on the stage. I get up and I start moving towards the aisle as well. I'm ahead by a couple aisles from them. They're going. They're closer the to the exits than you are. Yeah, we're not going they're... up. We don't need to go up on stage. We need to get backstage. Oh, okay, fortunate they weren't, weren't beelining. Got it. Fortunately, we have Dorian back there. And fortunately, that scene ends very quickly. And as soon as they do, the soldiers, including Gunter, march off stage with the form. Mm. And uh, I saw this, and so you are now the the simulacrum is now being moved off into the prop area, and you guys are moving off the stage. Uh, well, Gunter is, yeah. Um, but at the same time, Faccia and his entourage are also moving, probably to go around to the back. Okay. Um, 
All right. So when we uh, get off stage, I assume like uh, I'm not familiar with backstage. Like the prop area is kind of like back there to where we would be marching because we're done with our play. Right. It's actually right there. Okay. All right. I'm near there anyway. Gunther. What you don't quite understand is how it's attached. It seems like it seems like they may have glued it or something to a pedestal. Because hmm. um, it's not just sitting on the pedestal. It would have had to hold, held all that armor. Right. Uh, let's, let's start with the people in the audience. What do you guys want to do? Do you said you were getting up to move as well? Yeah, I will. I will follow them. Okay, uh, Doctor Edison, Doctor Neruda. Is Dr. there Harris. is there a side path that might go through the orchestra pit to get to the uh, to go backstage? It's you don't you don't can't see. I mean, there's definitely got to be a way from the orchestra pit uh, out. Um, you don't know if they all have to walk in there or if there's an underground door. Yeah, I want to see if I make my way to the wall where the, the orchestra pit is up against the wall and then hop the rail to drop down into the pit and then go to a uh, go to a back area. Okay, now you realize everybody will be seeing you do that. So. Yes, I'm going to try and <laughs> do it uh, nonchalantly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Kurz, Dr. Neruda. So the uh, aged Cavallaro was moving with the uh, Pacho and his men. Uh, you're watch. You're looking. Um, yeah. You see him grab a hold of her arm and lift her up, and start moving her out. And as as this is happening, um, you see her. She at first you think, okay, she's she's really annoyed because they're taking her out of the opera. But you see her, it looks like she's straining to try and remember. And there's a moment when she's looking around at everything around her, and she suddenly turns towards Faccia and just starts hitting at him. And he just he's a you know, he just subdues her while his men help to subdue her and they're taking her out. Yeah, and the people are, people are, of course, uh, noticing this, but the opera is not stopping. It's continuing. So it's, it's unfortunate, but people are annoyed, but they're getting out. Yeah, I don't think the bodyguards will shoot us here in the Grand Hall of La Scala. So, uh, yes, I if I if we direct if we address them as Signor Faccia and Signorina Cavallaro, that will probably buy some time for our friends backstage. That that's uh, that's a good enough plan. I'll go with you as everybody else goes backstage. Didn't go alone. Okay. So Doctor Doctor Edison is going to try and get in through the opera pit. Um, Theodore is following them. Uh, the only way they're going to get back there is if they go out of the building around the side and then try to come back in the back, the back door where uh, Gunter and Dorian went. Well, there's also um, the the costumer 
Bauer's room store is broken that's, open. That's on the fourth floor. Yes, that is true. You could go to the fire escape, go up the fire escape to the fourth floor, and come in through there. Or get out. That's a better there. place to exit. But how then I again, I'm not on the retrieval. I'm not on the retrieval committee. Um, that is how I was thinking, man. <laughs> Telepathy. <laughs> All right. Just just to be clear, uh, Kurz and Naroda, which direction are you going out? We're going, I to, think, to follow the entourage directly. To, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys are following them. We're trying so, to waylay them. I will essentially be with them then because yes. I'm following them. So since they're, mine was more of a pursuit, there is a more of an intercept. So I will be nearby, very nearby. Okay. So for the three of you, they're going to get to the exit just ahead of you. Uh, they're going to go out. Um, you're going to follow. The doors are going to close behind you. Uh, so you won't be able to get back into the opera house. Really care, um, Doctor Edison. You make your way forward and over to the edge of the orchestra pit, and there is in fact a, a little steps leading down into the orchestra pit, and you can see that there is a door down there because it's about ten feet deep. Um, that there is a door out there leading to the level below the stage. Um, people look at you very strangely. Um, people in the orchestra look at you very strangely. Um, uh, Arturo Toscanini on his podium glances over at you with a frown on his face like what the fuck is going on in my opera And but you very quickly slip through that door Gunter and Dorian you are literally in you know inches from it it's like yep. right next to where Gunter is standing uh, I'm going to uh, use and my nobody yeah. Nobody is paying attention because they've got right. tons of other things to worry about yeah. at the moment. I'm going to use my stagecraft uh, skill to see if I can tell how it's attached to this podium. Like, is it like like a threaded rod or like it's screwed you, on? Or? You think they've just used some sort of uh, like uh, rubber cement or something like that to, to tack it down. Um, you should be able to pry it off rather easily. I will. Okay. Do you look around? Do you make sure nobody's looking at you? Uh, do a hey, stealth. Does my costume have like a cape or something like that? Sure. Yeah. We'll say your like costume has Use that to kind of like uh, block it and use do all do my. Do a stealth roll with a bonus dice if you want. All right. With all my magician skills. <laughs> Be careful with handling it. Oh, I'm glad I had the bonus die because uh, the bonus die gave me a 52, which is a pass. Okay. So you sort of nonchalantly throw your cape around it, grab a hold of it, snap it off, and uh, it definitely looks like you're carrying something with you, and you are still in full costume. Uh, Dorian, you join him. Where do you guys want to go? Let's uh, let's go go up. Yes, go to the go out that way. No one will suspect too much. Because because down in the costume place where I changed into this costume, there weren't exits down in that that floor. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Oh, then, if, no, we, I, if, I if we 
if we go at the back, the security guard will stop us. If we go at the fire exit, we have a better chance. And if there's anyone up there, uh, they, they might have a little moan at us, but, you know, we can sneak out of there. All right, let's go. Just be there shouldn't be anybody you. up there this this during the opera. All right. All right, so that's the direction you're going. Mm-hmm. All right. So Dr. Edison, you've you've come in under the stage. You are actually in the one of the levels of the costuming area. Um, where do you want to go from there? Once I'm into this uh hidden away area, I want to start running uh for the direction of backstage. I'm gonna try and find stairs to go up, thinking that I might be able to, if I hurry, I might be able to join Dorian and Gunther. And uh, the three of us can make an escape together. I can help watch the uh, watch for any any uh, anybody coming for them. Do you have Latin or uh, or I do Italian? have Latin? Yes, I have Latin. Okay. So you can't really read the signs, but you can tell from the route. You know, upstairs, uh, backstage, uh, they're written in Italian, but you can guess that's probably what they mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go up the stairs and you're backstage. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Fachi and his people have gone outside and they're making their way around the building to the back door. What do you guys want to do? Uh, those of you who are following them. Yeah, I'm calling out. Senor Faccia. Okay. You do that and he stops in his track. His men stop too. And uh, they look back. Uh, Katarina takes that opportunity. She beats on him uh, uh, with the the uh, one of the guys trying to restrain her, but she breaks free. And when she breaks free, she just starts running away. Uh, one of the uh, one of the bodyguards starts to move after her, and and Fachia calls out. He's like, "Don't worry about her. Never mind. We we need to to get the." Uh, the artifact. So I have a smidgen of Italian. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try to keep my message simple. Uh, will... Go ahead. Sorry. I just want to say I will go after Katarina. Follow the heart is good. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll hustle up and then close the distance between myself and uh, the old man. Okay. Um, what are you going to yell out, Doctor Kurz? Well, uh, you, your friend Conti did not come to the opera, or is he more your brother? And where is your friend, the rat? Um, he looks at you a little confused at first, and he says, "We don't have time for this." And he says to his bodyguard, "He says, get rid of them." like this and then he turns and starts going and this this uh big old bodyguard starts moving in your direction you see him throw his jacket open a little bit and you can see he's armed. okay yeah if he's if he goes for that i'm i'll i'll just draw on him and tell him don't do that while i have while it's my uh, revolver's drawn on him Okay, so if you draw your gun, he'll draw his gun. Okay, well, I'm a pretty fast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, well, and I mean, while, we're not. 
(laughs) (laughs) And while they're in the Old West, I'm going to, you know, I still want to stop Fatia, but I'm not going to be able to do it physically. Well, maybe I could, but uh, you're too late. The torso is ours. Um, He's completely ignoring you and heading around the side of the building towards the, uh, towards the exit or the backstage. I don't think I'm going to hustle after him with two beefy armed men in between us. So, or oh, there's me. Okay. Yeah. That's, they're not backing down. Oh, Is it, no, this, this guy's not backing down. So it's he's at one least, body he's guard. At least, yeah. He's at least stopping you from coming forward. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your question. Say it again. So the old man and one bodyguard are moving in. Uh, old man and two bodyguards moving in. This is a, another bodyguard. Oh, I thought there were only two bodyguards. There were a few in there. Oh, oh but, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm so sorry. May I re? I am not drawing on like a platoon of bodyguards. I thought right. there were just two. Okay. Well, you're you're only drawing on one. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just okay. The one bodyguard. Oh, okay, yeah. I would have not done the whole confrontation if there was a large squad of bodyguards. I okay. thought it was just two. So I'll back So he's, he's standing there with his gun and he's like, go away, you know, stop bothering us. Basta. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll back away. All right. So Dr. Gabriel, you are chasing after her. She can't run very fast. She's in high heels. Um, uh, she's crying hysterically as she's going. Um, uh, she's afraid of anyone around her, uh, as if she's somebody who's been traumatized. Uh, um, but will... you eventually catch up to her. Okay. Leave oh. me alone, she says, no, but in a I... strange man's raspy yes. voice. Mm-hmm. Cat- Katerina, um, we we just want to help you. We're, you met us on the train. Do you remember me? I I I don't remember much of anything. I've just remembered who I am. I used to sing opera. Yes, you did, and most most beautifully. It's it's horrific what that band did. Please let me let me get you somewhere safe. How can I how can I trust you? You I I I don't know who you are. You 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 gave me and my friends tickets to the opening night of the opera. We we met on the Orient Express right before Lausanne. But uh I have many friends, but someone tricked me. I yes, Conti. Don't remember Arturo Conti. I mean, uh, Flavio. Flavio Conti. I uh, remember getting into his car. Um, she calms down and she goes with you wherever you want to take her. I think I'm going back to our hotel because I assume that's where everybody else. 
is going so to you're be taking back her up back to really discuss this, but I can't think of where else to go. All right, you're taking her back to the hotel. Um, Gunter and Dorian, you are lost in the maze of uh, the building, but you are making your way higher and higher mm-hmm. towards that uh, thing. Um, Dr. Roland uh, and uh, Theodore and uh, Dr. Roland and, and Theodore, uh, you realize that the um, fire escape comes down on this side of the building. Uh, that if they start coming down, the guard will see them or the bodyguard will see them. Perfect. I'll be a distraction. I'll just sort of linger. I'll have a smoke uh, and read the flyer from Aida and keep an eye up there. And so yeah, if they he's, start coming he's, down. He's like, no, you'll go away. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go far enough away so I'm not bothering him, but close enough to where I can see that. And then if they start coming down, I can make a distraction. Dr. Kurz, you... Um, maybe we should go around the corner and um, after us, perhaps. Or will he follow his boss if we leave? We want to leave, you know, space. All his boss told you to do is leave. Yeah, so the fire exit isn't in the front of the theater, so we'll go to the front of the theater. Okay. So and then yeah, we'll have as left. soon as you start, as you as soon as you start leaving. Going towards the front. He stands there for a few moments and then he turns and he goes the way his boss went. Okay, well, if, if we notice that, I'll go, yeah. What do you think, Roland? Should we, should we keep it safe here for the fire escape? I think we... It's hard to say where the easiest way out is uh, if they are bringing it. So we, we go around the building but I expect that door that was mentioned earlier. But we don't, yeah, we will, uh, let, let's circle first. Actually, without, without Meta, uh, you guys don't necessarily know that that's the direction they've decided to go. Yeah, no, they might but be I've... going out from the rear of the theater, one so, more obvious. So looking at the little map on our flyer of the exits and stuff, the, uh, does does it sort of indicate where some of the other exits are? We could just sort of keep take a look. Only the ground level exits. Okay. Um, it wouldn't, wouldn't have anything to do with the upper floors. Yeah, stage doors are in the rear generally. That's where they bring in, you know, the mule right. for the nativity and what. So we go around the opposite way that uh, the guard went, and we can watch for them if they need help. Well. What there's four sides to this. If if we take each one of us could take opposite corners and cover two of the sides, and we'd see where they'd exit from. Yeah, I don't have any pistol though, so I'm mm-hmm. not much help on my own. Let's just go the opposite way the guard went. We might end up oh. seeing him two sides away because he doesn't know where his boss went either. But we'll right. deal with that when it comes. I'll stay with you, Doctor. Very good. Right. Uh, Dr. Edison, you have made your way up to stage level. Uh, The opera is going on. There's music. Uh, As you come up, you can see the back back door. And uh, Faccia and his men are having a bit of an argument 
with the 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 guy at the back door. You know, nobody can come in while the opera is going. I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Faccia, you are a, a patron, but uh, and you can hear him saying things like, "But I want to congratulate." You know the diva on her performance. Um, actually, his bodyguard is saying that. Okay. Um, and uh, and he's like, "Well, you've got four hours before you need to wait." And uh, so they're having a bit of an argument. But Fauci is an intimidating. He's obviously a powerful man. So I'm I'm in a I'm in a in a rush so i kind of ran into this area i was going to be looking for doors i'm like looking to see if anything's like swinging closed so it's good to see that i can see the back door and i can see that there's like a like a blockade there so that immediately at least i feel like i didn't miss uh gunther and dorian going out that door so I'm looking for another. I'm looking to see if there's any doors that are kind of closing, or you know, I'm 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 looking around to see if there's any kind of um, obvious in uh, instinctual uh, direction, and I'm just going to commit to it and start racing off to see because I I'm I'm in my mind is in catch up mode. I'm trying to right. I'm trying to catch up to them. I might pick wrong, but I'm still going to commit to it. But I'm looking to see if there's anything that feels intuitively obvious. When you put it that way, I would say no. It's it's extremely confusing and maze-like back here. Okay. Um, you don't know that they would go up. You you don't know if they would go down. Uh, you would think that they were they would go down to the. Uh, costumery, but you didn't see them down there when you went through. I mean, the to the uh, the where they put on their makeup. You didn't see them down there, and you would have you would have ran past them if that's right. The way so I feel had. confident that's fine. So, so they could be hiding right around the exit, looking for their opportunity to get out. But now Fachi and his men are there, and they are getting. They're going to get in in just a moment. Because yeah, it feels like they're escaping so i'm going to try and find i'm going to just pick start, a start escape path and just start and just go okay uh, and try and go into catch-up mode so i can be back up you do find uh do a do a luck roll i'm nearly in single digits for luck so let's see what happens nah 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 it's right. a decent role. So what, what happens is, is you do see a door. You head towards the door. And um, you've kind of got a feeling for the building in your mind. You know, you know the people are out there. The stage is here, the, so forth. Um, you move through a door. You find yourself in kind of like a service hallway. Um, there's another door at the other end. You open it up, and you are actually coming into the side halls inside the opera and there are a number of doors there that your guesses lead to the outside i'm gonna i'm gonna commit like i said i, I i'm 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 trusting that my gut is leading me in the right way and so i'm gonna bolt for a door that feels like it goes exterior okay um dr kurz and doc and uh thursby um you're coming around the other side of the building uh 
and trying to catch up to, to get to the back. And as you do this, one of the doors opens ahead of you uh, in the side of the building, and Dr. Uh, York pokes his head out. It scares the shit out of you. <laughs> Dr. York. Where's Gunther? Where's, where's Dorian? They haven't come out this side. Shit, shit, come on, the, let's go. The, the rest of the baddies are coming in on the other side. I saw, let's go, come on in. Let's see if we can find Gunther and back him up. Oh, yeah, I guess if he's opening the stage door for us, then we have a way inside. Yeah, let's see. All right. So in the three of you go. Um, Gunter and Dorian have found the costumery, and they have found, uh, the, the, in fact, the door is broken. It, it won't lock, so it opens out onto a rather rickety-looking yeah. uh, mm. uh, fire escape going you know, three three stories down, four stories now, down. Now the uh, door into this from inside the building, like uh, uh -huh. the interior door, does it swing into this room or, or out from the room? It swings into that room. I'm going to put something against it. So like if someone tries to come in, well, it, you know, it's going to delay in a little bit. There's lots of heavy things. And I would like you to do a spot hidden. Okay. You do that. I'm too focused on putting okay. something by the door. Dorian, you can do a spot hidden too. I did, and I got a 98, so I'm not any okay. So you guys are focused. You guys are getting out that door. You don't know yeah, um, anything. Mm -mm. All right. Uh, so out onto the fire escape. You guys go. We'll get back to you. Um, the uh, the uh, three of you are united together. You're in the backstage area. Uh, you don't know where to go, but you know where... Faccia is coming in uh, into the back, and uh, Dr. York leads you there. Uh, what do you do? We can't hear you, John. I'm an idiot. Which way did it go? We, you know, I, I don't think I just came from, from the basement. They weren't there. They didn't run outside that way. That door's blocked. Did they go up? Is that. Uh, this place is very confusing, even after the tour. Uh, I still think we, if we if we interfere with Faccio, we can do them the most, uh, give them the most help to escape. Yeah, we need to try to intercept them, and, and there's too many of them to to physically stop them. But is, is there something that we can offer as a replacement to the true chest? And all of these props is here. He seemed to recognize it very immediately, though. If he's going after the torso piece, yeah. is there okay? As we're running backstage, is there like a like a uh, like a mannequin for like a torso of a mannequin to to sew up costumes on? We could wrap that and maybe maybe give There's them nothing like that down here. Okay, uh, and. I think and those things probably don't look anywhere like this at all. You know, it's, yeah. it's well, going to be too hard. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We stay out of their way, the way of the crew. And we, if you are, if you feel certain, York, that they were not downstairs, then we go up level by level until we find our friends. Yeah, let's go. Or get Hurry. thrown out. 
yeah, maybe we can find a door that we can uh, bolt behind us and 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 slow them down. But yeah. let's let's hurry. Let's let's. I don't feel like they got out at ground level. They're not downstairs. The only way is see up. them outside. Yeah, unless they unless they went straight out into the audience. But I I think we would have heard a commotion. So yeah. let's let's go up. Yeah, Naruto's uh, run after Katarina, so hopefully uh, he has found her. Oh, that's good. Okay, let's go. All right. Right. Uh, so you go back into the backstage area and start looking around. Meanwhile, you hear a commotion. Faccia has come through the back door. Uh, one of his men has sort of restrained the, the manager. Uh, they've come through, and you hear him yell out, uh, look around, see if you can find it. And watch out, there are other people here as well. They seem to know too much. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Dun, dun, yeah. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're fanning out. This might be good. <laughs> they're fanning out. Yeah, we must stay together and press on and hope we find Gunther and Dory. Let them, let them spend their time looking down here. Let's go upstairs. Okay. While we're going, I'm trying to look for like a like a bolt, anything that we can use to like wedge in a door behind us. It's just something. Well, there's a lot of props and things, you know, yeah, that, that'll do that. Um, there's also a lot of there's also an awful lot of things that you can hide behind, move behind, take shelter behind. You know, there's it's very cluttered back here. Do we, find, um, right. do we find a, a stairwell up? Yeah, there are there are stairwells up. I would like you though to do a collective uh, luck roll. So who has the worst luck? <laughs> Wait, can 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 Doctor Kurz and I split off? <laughs> Go one way. <laughs> can it be an average of our of our luck? <laughs> I don't think dice roll this slow. <laughs> eh, no. All right. As you are making your way up the stairs, one of the uh, the guards, in fact, it's the same guard that, that was outside, uh, he he sees you and he, he yells out for the others. Now, it's an interesting thing about the way opera buildings are constructed you can actually make quite a bit of noise back here accidentally without anybody hearing it out of the audience because all the sound there is being projected right at them back here it's all muffled um so he yells out uh uh there there are the intruders like this and he starts moving in your direction with the gun drawn um but you guys are going up the stairs Um, yes, uh, we did. So we go uh, to the first exit from the stairwell and find some sandbags to make the door not open behind us. Yeah. Okay. There aren't actually any uh, doors as you're going up. You're going almost up into the scaffolding of the building back here. Everything is connected. Uh, yeah. uh, but if you are heading up, uh, you're just looking for another stairwell as you go, uh, but it's it's no longer you know solid ground. It's now you're on catwalks and things like that as you're going up. So this is where we jump onto the ropes of the scenery and slide down on stage and uh, <laughs> <Thanks, kids. laughs> arrested. And this, 
Yeah. Uh, Swing on through. Uh, Thirsty, I guess. Uh, they are unlikely to come up into gunfire. Yes. Yeah, I I agree. I just don't want to start a battle. Uh, yeah, you have the high ground, but you are the hunter, not I. Yeah, right now we are the hunted. We need to. Try. So there's no uh, there's no outdoor exit that we're seeing. No fire. No, not 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 on the second level. No. Okay. Um, Doctor Edison, do a luck roll. <laughs> I just swallow my own sword. <laughs> no. No. I'm like, am I am I reading that right? No. 81. Negative. I'm only right. 70 points away. As you are moving, a gunshot rings out from uh this person who's pursuing you. And I got an O2, so it yeah. hits you. Um oh, we'll say it hits you in the shoulder. Uh, and it knocks you, knocks you down as it hits, um, blood splatters. Oh, uh, yeah. you'll take, take three hit points of damage. I, I should see that there should be a flash that, that should draw my eye and, and all, all. Well, if you hear it, yeah. Yeah. You're back but, here. You can see him. You, you can see him quite clearly. It's dark. Okay. It's I'll just, dark. yeah. I mean, with that, with a shot that close, that should give his position away. So I will, I will. You're going to shoot? All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Do your uh, firearms roll. Hopefully this is going to work. Come on. Please be nice. Hey, it's a hit. Whee! Okay. Roll for damage. Uh, I right. did not dodge or get out of the way. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Neo dodging bullet. Okay. Uh, one second. Ooh, seven, eight, nine, boom, nine points of damage. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You, uh, you hit him square in the chest, and he falls to the ground. Ah! Like this, uh, as blood starts to splatter. Um, but you're pretty sure you've now got the other bodyguards attention, and they are moving over in this, but they are taking cover uh, yeah. behind... Uh, so they are at, at basically at the bottom of the stairwell or the stairs, and you are up above. You have an advantage point that they don't have, but they are going to start shooting at you. Yeah, yeah we, we need to withdraw farther back and get more and more out of there. Uh, holding my shoulder. Go, 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 go. Meanwhile, Gunter and Dorian are coming down the fire escape, uh, carrying the... Uh, Dr. Gabriel, you are uh, in a small cafe with Katarina. Um, she's disoriented, obviously. Uh, coffee helps. Um, it's definitely her, but she has been aged somehow. Uh, and in a raspy male voice, she's like, I... I, I don't understand what's happened to me. I was supposed to perform in the opera. Yes, it's Flavio Conti gave you over to that man 
but but why Faccia? Faccia is also a friend. He's a patron of the arts. Why? Why would he do this to me? They are cruel, cruel and evil men. They wanted to live forever. They. What's they wrong with my voice? He. Faccia has, through some means, replaced his lungs and vocal cords with yours. You have his voice, and he has your voice. But why? Why would he do this to me? Why would he steal my voice? Because he to was what? looking for, I think because he was looking for the strongest lungs. He, he could, but for yours. In some mad scheme of his. I was there, sitting there next to him, and he was singing, and I could hear my own voice, and the memory started to come back. Was it Aida? Yes, that was the opera tonight. I told you before, there's an old legend that if your voice can surpass the soprano singing the aria on stage, that you get your wish. But what would he have wished? He he wanted he wants something that's in the opera. An object. So he wants it very badly. But he's, he's crazy. It's an old legend. It, it's, it's nonsense. Yes, he is. He is crazy. He is absolutely he is an he is absolutely insane. No, no sane person would conceive of such a thing. She just starts to cry. Other people who are in there notice the uh, young doctor and uh, the uh, the old woman in uh, opera. I mean, in beautiful attire sitting there and she's crying a few of them come over and they offer is everything all right is there anything we can do to help they don't recognize her of course no i i don't believe nothing at the moment thank you it's just been a uh it's just uh, our night hasn't gone as as planned so, you know, there's only there's only one opening night. And that just makes her cry more. And uh you 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 said that you were going to go back to the uh back to your apartment, which she accompanies you back there, but she also says that she wants to go home. Uh which you know where that is too. Okay, meanwhile, uh Gunter and uh Dorian, you get to the bottom of the uh, fire escape and uh, where are you going to go? Uh, I'm, I'm just asking. but <laughs> Yeah, I'd say um, I mean, a guy in a uh, Egyptian guard costume probably uh, doesn't want to be on the street very long, so I'm going to uh, hand the uh, torso over to Dorian and go, go, I'm just going to draw attention with this 
ridiculous outfit running on the street. So uh, take this back to the hotel and I'll I'll meet you there, but I'm going to have to. Or maybe we can just go now. I will hold on to it just in case. And then if we need to, we can split off if you think that you're going yeah, to come across. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's go. I'll, I'll try and stay close to the shadows. I'm, I'm decent at that, but I think, uh, I think back to... Gunter, how, how are you... How are you with a... How are you with a weapon, if need be? I don't... You never know. I'm a decent shot, but I don't got my gun with me. I mean... Uh, I... I, I I try to point, so I'm holding on to the torso. Just here, I have a gun here if need be. Okay, yeah, I have no... To where I have it. Right, so are, are you you're both going to go, despite yep. the costume? Yep, yep. Okay. But if it draws nice. attention, Gunther is going to... Uh, well, it's definitely going to draw attention. Well, Although it is, it is about eight thirty at night. So yeah, I'm going to try and down. yeah, I'm going to try and move uh, more in the uh, stay to the shadows as much. You know, avoid the street lights uh, where okay. it's going to be like very. No, it's just say you went to a costume party. Yeah, crazy person. Delve into the darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So off you go, heading back towards the apartment. All right, let's see. You guys are in the uh, theater. You are being shot at. Mike, Mark, can fella. you move over here? Farther back, we might be able to get out of here. Yeah, I will lend, of course, my arm uh, to York around the good shoulder and help him hurry. Uh, let's go, let's go. So as they're moving, I'll just take a knee and aim in their direction. So if they try to step up, closing the gap, I should hopefully have a clearer shot and then put another round at them. You have the clear, dis- you have the, the strong distinction that if you guys move away from the stairwell, they are going to move forward. They're not easily frightened, probably. And they're, they're bodyguards. Okay. From, from my, like, uh, uh, from my past experience, like getting a, a good shooting vantage from mm-hmm. hunting and such. Can I kind of see a place where we can like go to next where I'd have a pretty good shot back at them? Sure. There's Maybe lots that's of places. where I could run back. There's to. lots of places to uh, take cover. Yeah, we'll help you get around this set piece and then you have uh, shadows and a clear shot, I think. Per- perfect. So that's what I'll do. I'll wait till them to move a little bit. I'll then quickly dash to that better spot and then take a shot the second they start moving forward. Okay. Um, and I will take off my bow tie from my tuxedo and uh, ask York for advice as I try to tie it around his injury. Yeah, you want the knot there? It'll allow to push pressure on there. Ah. All right. And Doctor York, you are bleeding. Uh, so I assume that that York and Kurtz are moving back, and Theodore, you're staying a little forward in order to shoot at them if they try to move forward. Precisely. I, the second they move back, I'll quickly go you know, back with them to that position I mentioned, like a slightly better vantage point, okay. and take a shot at them the second they try to close the gap, just so okay. we can do a, a fighting withdrawal. Okay. Um, so you do that. You move backwards, and they, in fact, once, once you aren't 
right in front of them up there. Uh, they move forward and up the stairs. And All as right, they so come up, they come up tactically so that they, you know, don't expose themselves too much. Oh, yeah, I'll go for the very first one on the stairs. So hopefully if I drop them or at least slow them, it's going to hamper the person behind it. Okay. You also can hear Faccia now. He's he's joined them at the bottom and he yells, he goes, it's, it's not down here. They must have it. You have to get it back from them no matter what. And yeah, they're just that, obeying. So if that, in, if that inspires them to get up and go farther forward, I'm putting that round right into them. Okay, go ahead and try. Okay, please, 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 please. Oh, so please. Oh, dirty. Oh, okay. I can put, I can put, is that going to matter? What did, what did you get? Oh, I just got a regular and I wanted to try to get a hard. Well, actually, no, this I, is shooting. It doesn't matter, does it? Because there is no dodging a, a bullet. It's, it's not a punch. It's a shot. Correct. But there is shooting back at the same time. Got it. Okay. Uh, and okay. I got an extreme. Oh, yeah. There's no way I can get it to the extreme. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can't. Um, it's just they fire, and you also get hit. Uh, you get hit in your arm. Uh, ah. But but it's your left arm, not your right arm. I won't. Oh, darn it. Okay. And they begin to advance. What does Kurt and York and Gabriel do? Oh, not Gabriel, sorry. <laughs> well, do, do I roll for damage on <laughs> my hit on them or? Oh, yes. Do, uh, no, do, uh, yeah. no, you roll for. Uh, did you hit them? Yeah, I, I got a hit. It just was a regular hit. Just it was like a regular bullet hit. It wasn't an extreme or anything like that. Wait a second. If if you're fighting and they're fighting and they get a higher thing, it's and a, they uh, hit and you miss, right? That's only brawling. That's yeah, brawling. Yeah, this oh, is that's a only shot. brawling. Dodging. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll say that you grazed one of them too. Oh. Okay. Uh, but he does. He does three hit points of damage to you. Okay. The bullet hits. Okay, one, two, three, and then let's see. Oh, there's four, five, six. So I just did six to him. Oh, okay. You hit him pretty good. Uh, he spins and, and falls to the ground and crawls crawls away. Uh, Fauci is like, you have to stop them, you idiots. And he grabs the one remaining bodyguard that's standing and sort of pulls him away. It looks like they're going to try to retreat. Uh, maybe even sacrifice the other two bodyguards that are wounded. One's critically wounded. Okay. Uh, This bodyguard in particular seems to be rather protective of uh, Fauchia. But they are slightly in, in retreat, except for the two that are still, that are pretty seriously wounded but they can still shoot at you. Just not okay. very well. Is there a way to get farther into the shadows until we can get... Uh, I, now, Thursby, you need help as well. Yeah, this is just a, a flesh wound. We can move on. I, I can move. I can still move. The, that first guy dropped, he's not moving anywhere. So I think yeah. we're, we only have one injured guy following us. So we just need to move on. Yeah, have to you get probably... out of this building. If Fauci hasn't got the thing, then our friends must. So we just have to 
leave this death trap before another one of us is wounded or killed. Agreed. Yeah, let's just, yeah, farther back. Find that exit and get out of here. Or is, the there, first right? is there a fire down. escape? Uh, no, but you do find another stairs leading down, but now it's leading into the outer uh, the outter, uh, exits uh, to okay, the theater. Let's, let's go, let's go. Yeah, this is perfect. Let's get out of this place. All right. Uh, you run down. Uh, you get to the bottom, and uh, you open up the door to the outside. It's it's dark, but there are you know street lights and stuff like that. You guys do. Okay, dive. Yeah, head for the nearest cover and fade out. Yeah. Well, and also we visited the hospital earlier today, so we know where it is. Okay. Um. As you are exiting the door, you see Faccia and the bodyguard um, coming out of the back door. And uh, Faccia seems upset. He says, I don't know who they are, but we're going to have to figure it out who they are. And uh, we need to, to find out where they are. Um, and the bodyguard sees you as you guys are also exiting. What do you guys want to do? He doesn't. He doesn't immediately come after you, but he does seem to have Faccia. You know, he's protecting Faccia. Theater, you probably still have your gun out. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, before heading out of the building, I'm holstering it back up because okay. I. My intent well, was to not be brandishing a gun. I want to fade into the woodwork. So he probably saw me with the gun put away. There is very little light where you are, but they are right in the direct light outside of the uh, the door. Yeah, I really don't like the idea of opening fire and, and causing more commotion because then police will come and there will be a big hunt. I'd rather this be like something that they don't want to, you know, get too much attention on either. So, yeah, let's sneak away. Let's go into the shadows and get away from here. Right. You're both leading blood trails, though. We could tell them that a third group has the torso. We could say the Turks got it. We have, we clearly have nothing. Do you think it's worth a bluff, York? York. Uh, you look a little. I, yeah. I need. Yeah. Let's go to the hospital. I need. Yeah. I need to have this uh, dug out. I don't think it went all the way through. I got to get this dug out. Let's go. Speed, do you think we can get a cab before the the? Oh yeah, yeah, we, we can get a cab. Do, do, uh, um, uh, York, do you think you can hold on? Should we? Uh, if you can hold on, we should go to the next town over hospital. Here, it sounds like they're going to be looking for us. I can hold on. They're not going it. to. They're not going to shoot us in the hospital. I think. Yeah. And York is looking very pallid, I think. All right, okay. Anyway, get a, you, Thursby, if you will, will uh, watch the Facha and his man, I will try to get a taxi and we can Perfecto. outmove them. Grazie, signore. I would like the three of you to do a group luck roll. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me. I'm, as I see it, they're here and you're here. They see you. You see them. Oh, we kind of made a little bit of a... Yeah, okay. Well, they saw you coming out the door, so they know yeah. where you are. Um, 
Foxia really wants Statistically, I will thing. be. I will roll a successful luck roll at some point. <laughs> um, Only one in ten. <laughs> I, I think because of what I rolled, Foxia is going to yell after them, and so he and the bodyguard are heading in your direction. Um, they're going to chase you. What do you want to do? Is the bodyguard? Is his gun drawn? Uh, yes. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, um, okay. You have I'll no choice, Thirsty. Yeah, I'll take a knee and and I'll take a knee behind the best cover I have and put around it as they approach. The, the bodyguard. Oh my god! <laughs> I've been rolling way better. <laughs> uh, so what are you going to do? So I basically, you know, dropped in cover and put around okay. it again. Should, should I go okay. into dex order yeah. or what do you want? No, just go ahead and, and roll. All right. You're in the shadows. Wow. He's more in the light, so it's easier to hit. Okay, I'm going to put a point to that to make that a hard. Actually, that doesn't matter. It's a hit. Oh, actually, no. I'll, I'll make, it a, make it a hard hit. Okay. Uh, yes, you hit. He misses. Uh, bullet goes wild. Uh, go See, ahead and... Uh, Oh, yes! Touchdown! 9 plus 2 is 11 points. Oh. All right. You hit him. He goes down. And Fachia is suddenly standing there all by himself. He looks momentarily panicked. Um, and then he starts to run. Uh, he starts to run away. Although he's running in the direction of your hotel. I mean, he doesn't know that you're there, but... That's kind of the direction to run. He's running towards the mall. Is, is that the same direction as the Duomo from here? Yeah, it is. Uh, that is correct. And you also, yeah. that's where you heard the voice from. And you heard. Uh, yeah, you know, and he's, that's where his right friend lives. There are also a lot of, yeah, little alleys that end in brick walls. Uh, I would like to pursue the monster, but I think instead we need to save your lives. Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not going to die. This hurts like a hell, but but yeah, York needs help. So I should not go after him by myself because I, I can recover from this, but I'm still bleeding pretty well. So yeah, we're going to have to give it to him. So as you're waiting for the cab to, to arrive, um, you are keeping your eye on Fachi as he's running. Uh, you see him run towards the, the Galleria and it, it, it's not that far from you because the, the La Scala is just, you know, outside the Galleria. You see him run towards it and uh, you see him turn a corner, probably down an alley. And as soon as he turns that corner, you suddenly hear a scream. Um, it's a woman's scream. It's, it's Cavallaro's voice scream. Oh. But it's a... I guess you'd call it a blood-curdling scream. Like somebody getting, I don't know, hit by a car or, you know. Or something really much worse. Scream. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Thisby, uh, perhaps you and York will go to the hospital and I will see what's happened to our pursuer. The uh, cab arrives, and Theodore and Edison 
yeah. can uh, get in just, the cab and head towards the hospital. Just before um, I jump in the cab, um, uh, Dr. Kerr's, uh, take this, um, do you, yeah. Yeah, I know which end to hold at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so the two of you go off in the cab. Uh, Gunter and Dorian, you arrive back at the apartment. Uh, Gabriel is there with Katarina Cavallaro. Um, Dr. Kurz, you uh, cautiously make your way over to where you saw uh, Arturo Faccia go. And as you turn the corner and you look, there is, it is a dead end. It doesn't seem to go anywhere, but just around the corner, there is a splattering of blood. Um, it's, it's a true splattering, almost like an impact. And there is no body. There is nothing there. Hmm. Yeah, I will uh, I'll walk down the alley and look for... Um bits of something other than blood to see and look up and around. And is there a, a rat hole? Um, there is not. Oh. Is this so strange as to require a role for my mental health? Yeah, I think sanity, just because it's, if somebody had shot him, he'd be there dead. There'd be a body if... Uh... Yeah, and if something invisible can smash someone that is a were, concerning thing there, there's nothing there's no skin there's no viscera there's no anything and there's there's it's, it's a quantity of blood it's not like a gallon of it's blood. not the full four quarts yeah i uh rolled 93 so okay so you're kind of worried that people are you know there are people in the gallery and around so you don't necessarily want to be caught with the blood stain on the ground no so, um, and the field sanity? Oh, uh, just take one point of damage. Good. And the, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the hospital or do you want to go? Your friends are right around the corner upstairs. Or I mean, I assume don't, they are. I don't, I don't know, know this, but are. yeah, I think we need to make arrangements to leave the hotel as soon as possible. So I should. Uh, I'll ask at the desk if they are returned. They should know, I think. Um, but there's a chance they will know. Uh, yes, they do say that uh, they believe that your friends have returned. A strangely costumed one of them. It's a very strange night at the opera, honestly. Um, we need uh, accommodation uh, farther from town center. Uh, do you recommend something? Do you have a, a um, relationship with another hotel or? Uh, yeah, they give you a list. Good. I'll give them a tip. All right. And then are you going to go upstairs? Yeah. All right. And when you get upstairs, you find them up there. Uh, Thurston and Dr. Edison are at the hospital. Um there's kind of a you uh, uh, it's it's kind of good Thurston that you gave uh, Roland your gun because foreigners carrying guns in Italy is illegal. Oh yeah, Def definitely. So that. 
had that in um, mind. You, what do you tell the hospital? Well, there's, uh, let's see, there's frequently uh, uh, union and worker riots that have sometimes gunfire exchange. So, you know, we, we, we would have... From, from out of nowhere, I was shot. I, I don't yeah. know what's going on. It's very startling. I'm frightened. The city seems quite dangerous. I, I don't know what's going on. Seemed like some sort of worker protest. Definitely going to mention this uh, uh, if, if it happens uh, to our travelers, uh, you know, coming from abroad at the embassy. But we know that the U.S. and uh, Italy has great relations with our tourism department. So you definitely want to keep that going nice and strong. Okay. Other than um, that, we'll say that Italy seems like a lovely country, though. And I speak in Italian and it's, it's still it's nice. I'm sure it's every place has places like that. We'll say that they don't ask too many questions, at least not tonight. They're going to fix you up. Um, and uh, they want you to stay for observation, but do you guys want to stay for observation? You're not compelled to. Well, you know, maybe. Get the slug dug out, patch me up, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you, so can, you, can, you can assume that by the morning, the police are going to be wanting to ask questions because there was a shooting at yeah. the opera, and a number of people were either killed or seriously wounded. So, All right. So you guys friendly. end up back at the apartment a few hours later. Um, what do you guys want to do? I believe it is time for us to leave. Agreed. Like now. So, the um, do we have a trunk that we can fit the torso in? I don't want it to be touched so very much. It can go in the trunk, but I keep the other bit in sometimes. Yeah, you all you all have large trunks. Yes, you can do that. Um, to describe it, it is of course very much like the arm. There are strange little torsos uh, in the pattern and there are torsos within the torsos and the longer you look at it the more it looks like it's mimicking your own torso if you have a if you have a mole there's a little place where the pattern makes a little mole pattern and it's extremely disconcerting to look at it it also now that it's as long as it's in the light, it stays very bright. When you open up the other trunk to put this in with it, the uh, the arm has turned dark purple once again. Um, apparently in the dark, it turns dark purple. And as the light gets to it, it turns wider and wider. Almost like it's photosensitive of some, some sort. Um, Catarina Caballaro. Um, okay, well, looking at the schedule, the next train leaving uh, Milan is at uh, 12.56 a.m., so 1 a.m., almost 1 a.m., and that would be heading towards Venice, or you could wait until the next morning and the train leaves at 9 a.m., more or less, 8.56 I think to stabilize the gunshot victims is going to take it past one in the morning if they were shot, say, at 10 o'clock at night. No, they were uh, shot at 
if we can make the earlier train, it's probably a good idea. Although I do not believe that Fachi is following us any longer. Fachi, I met some uh, uncanny kind of sudden violence. I I think he paid some ferryman. Good, good. What do you want to do with Katarina? She wants to go home, but she is quite disoriented. And you're horrified to see that she is. I wonder if she can... I mean, I don't know how she's going to go home. She has to to be an older relative of herself, yeah? Who comes from the country and she can if she can manage her own signature then she can make legal arrangements to turn over her property to her maiden aunt or some such do do we think she will need time to be stabilized should we take her on the train she um, i I was she does not want to go anywhere she wants to go home and she's not completely in her right mind at this point because Let's get her a cab and so tell the cab to take her home. I, I mean, she's going to get home and, and what? Her housekeeper lives there and is going to see this old woman with a man's voice. Yeah, I, I mean, to be Katarina, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I hate to be heartless and, and all, but uh, we got people looking for us, probably the police and came here to stop this simulacrum then can't and she doesn't want to go with us. I don't think we can help her. Plus there may be something far worse here that might be looking for you, this cult. Yeah. Um, of course, there's nothing to indicate that they knew anything about you. Bacia certainly didn't know about you. And he you does not appear to be able to pursue us himself. I don't know what he found in this alley, however. And the rat thing, I don't know what the rat thing is, and I am concerned. But perhaps we must run. Do we... Is there a place... Is there a place we could send Katarina or she could get? There are many fine hospitals to help. Also, convents. That's a we traditional need to act quickly. Uh, yeah. I don't want to stay here longer than we need to. Well, the we train, the train won't still, the, the, the earliest the train will get here is in like three hours, Dorian. So. We can only rush so much. Let's just make sure that we've settled here. I'm with you. I want to be on that 1 a.m. train. Oh, yeah. Get away from here as fast as possible. Great. I just I just feel... As absurd as it might sound, just guilty that Katarina was harmed by these by these cultists even yeah. it's related to us even though we weren't the direct cause and it wasn't 
revenge against us, I still... Way got serious is even if we weren't here, it would have pro it would have still happened to her. We were just did, lucky enough to be. It did happen when we weren't here. So exactly, it um, doesn't matter. We even if we weren't involved, it would have happened either way. And as I agree with Gunter, we have to be. A wait, but I mean, Professor Smythe was harmed regardless of our involvement. And here we are in Milan. Yes. Trying to help put the rights what he discovered. Where was where was Katerina coming from when we met her on the train? She was coming from Paris. Okay. So uh York will say, why don't I take her to Paris? And we'll find her a place that she can. I can find her a place that she can live out her days. Uh, but she can recuperate and do the legal things, perhaps that will allow yep. her current self to inherit the goods that should be hers. I can I can guide her to Paris, and I'll find her a place for her to settle in. I feel that this, after getting shot, this is just it's too dangerous, and I I don't have the stomach to go on. All right. No, I understand. Uh, yeah, in fact, you don't want to uh, risk yourself and the rest of us by being unwell when we face these other brothers of the skin. So the soonest train going in the opposite direction uh is at uh 5 40 a.m so you'd have to wait until then to get her on the train going back in the other direction would it be better to jump on the train with us now at 1 a.m and then catch a train somewhere away from here back or do we just wait do we wait for the eight AM train. No. no, 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 no. That's getting caught here. Yeah, the worse. Because we don't, we don't know the ties that this cult has. They might be able to kind of work with the black shirts and start getting assistance looking for us. I want to avoid that. No, I believe Fachi is dead, but that doesn't mean that someone won't wish revenge or. Or want to find the torso. Sounds okay, so. like a sounds like a plan. All right. All right. Dr. York, do you want to take her back to her home and then go from there? No, or... we'll uh we'll find a like an all night cafe or something and kind of tuck away in a back back booth and okay. have espressos. Okay, so that plan goes into motion. You guys tell the uh, the concierge at the uh, at the uh, Galleria that you wish all of your stuff moved to the train uh, for the one o'clock uh, travel. Um, all of that is taken care of, and you are all off towards Venice. And uh, Dr. York and Katarina are off towards Paris. And that is where we will end tonight's episode.
Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Stuart Lively, Keith Craig, Josh Harwood, and John Hope with yours truly as a keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the private you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.